Hi, this is Mary Jo Ryder. Hey, Mike here. Welcome to A Moment with M&MJ. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Super encouraged this week. We've had some good comments about last week's podcast where we talked about 20 things to incorporate or do kind of start making some ways for um, in 2022. It was really good. We had some great comments and uh, we had just had a ton of fun doing it. You know, it was it was just a blast. So so we picked a couple of um, a couple of them t- that we had, like I think it was four and maybe eight. Yep. Number four, number eight. We talked about getting prepared. Yeah. You know, I think it's pretty heavy on, maybe heavy is not the right word, but rises up inside of us a lot to get ready for some potential change Mm -hmm. that might be coming forward. And if if there's not change in the nation that would cause something in your life to, where you might have a supply that's cut off for a while or you you could even have electricity cut off for a while if it's not a national type thing it could just be where it's a location type thing like it's a like a local storm that covers several miles and or like counties maybe i should say counties several Mm -hmm. counties Mm -hmm. and say your electricity is off or if there is um you know, just depending on how bit, what your heat source is. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of different heat sources in this area. Yep. And you just think about some of the things that have been happening lately. I mean, we had a snowstorm a week ago. And then after that, we had some crazy heavy rain and followed by a flash freeze. Mm-hmm. And with the snowstorm that we had a week ago down in Kentucky and Mississippi and stuff like that, they had a massive tornado outbreak. And, you know, you've got hurricanes and things like that, just just stuff that happens with the weather um, can cause an outage of power. It can cause outages of water, uh, can do things like that, you know, have things like that happen. Um, so I think it's, and we do, we think it's pretty important to to learn some things how can you cope and how can you survive to keep on with life during a time like this? You know, and we're not we're not into propagating fear. So this is not a fear based thing. This is just this is wisdom. No, uh, we love Psalm ninety one. Oh yes, we believe in being led by the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. That, in fact, we say it in almost every podcast mm-hmm. is. Listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Yes, Get to, to know what he is saying to you. And it could, you know, so this is just another way that we believe you can mm-hmm. be prepared. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Proverbs, you know, Mike has a scripture in Proverbs that he was going to go over that talks about. Yeah. It probably talks a little bit more about management of, say, your property. That if, you know, like this, in this case, it was like a farming type. Yeah, well, it was uh, the vineyard, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he was talking about the vineyard and a person seeing it was it was all overgrown. I'll look at it here, Proverbs 24, uh, 30. I went by the field of the lazy man and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding. Okay, think about that. It takes some understanding to to be to be prepared. You have to understand how things work. You have to understand how your life could be affected 
if you have some type of a, of a natural disaster, weather event, things like that, how could, you know, you, some understanding is definitely necessary. Mm -hmm. And behold, it was all grown over with thorns and nettles were covering its face and its stone wall was broken down. Then I beheld and considered it well. I looked and received instruction. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall your poverty come as a robber and your want as an armed man. So basically, what you see here is the person says, okay, then I beheld and considered it well. I looked and received instruction by the vineyard that was torn down and overgrown with nettles and everything like that. So he used that as a teaching tool, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, he talked about not awesome. being lazy. So one of the things, you know, when we talk about being prepared, we're just giving you some ideas of things that you can do to, mm -hmm. you know, have a storage. We have a small storage, like, mm -hmm. you know, we have a, like probably a week to two weeks worth of mm -hmm. food. Mm -hmm. And we would be in a position that we could also give somebody yes. something, which is good, yes. some food and mm -hmm. water. And then yep. we've also bought a i think it's a portable solution for water if you yes it's a, a portable water filtration system it's called a catadine pocket pro or pocket uh water filter i'm going to drop a link to a video in um the uh, description down here that will go through this unit you know and some of these things are they're potentially a little a little spendy but if you only have to buy it once, is it worth it? Especially if you can go to a creek or a river or something like that and pump you out some water mm -hmm. and live for a few days, you, that 400 bucks might have saved your life. It might have saved the life of your family. It might have you know, kept you in water. And that's one of the most critical things that we can have is water just you know, for our own body and our own health. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put a link down there. I really like the one video that the guy put out about um, what is what does the water taste like when it comes out of there? Is it ready to drink? Is it this and that and the other? And I would definitely, if you do decide to invest in one, I would highly recommend it. But if you, it, you know, if you do read the slip that comes with it, read the instructions and everything, and uh, it will tell you about different types of water that if you filter it, you still may need a purification tablet or something like that to toss in there. So um, That's good to know. Yeah. So there's options with water, mm -hmm. and then we've already uh, talked about food, obviously. Yep. Yep. So we were talking a little bit about, like, some heat sources, mm -hmm. what you could potentially do to have, to be ready. And I think in the last podcast, we even mentioned, like, you know, have in your relationship stash, mm -hmm. know somebody that you could go to their place if yes. you needed to. Yes. So have that those things kind of worked out. Mm -hmm. Have uh, have a plan where you're prepared. Yes. You know, have a fire plan. Have a, uh, a weather emergency plan. Um, if you if you have to be away from your home, like especially this time of year in the winter, have an emergency kit in your vehicle. Have one of those little space blankets to help keep you warm if you need to. Which, by the way, those things, they look like they probably don't do nothing, but they will sweat off pounds in a hurry if you put one of those on. And Is that that foil thing? Yeah, it's okay. a tinfoily thing. Oh, those yeah. things will just, they will toast you, literally. So it's, 
in, in, in have just be thinking about things like we have a, a medics bag, we have some some medical gear, we have um, just different things that we've we've bought just out of wisdom, things like that, you know, and just being prepared, not only just to help us, but to help others too, you know. And that's that's a part of it is being a blessing too. Yeah, and so be aware of where, say, your candles are. Mm-hmm. Be aware yep. of where we, um, in fact, we just bought some today just to have another set in the house. So like uh, the batteries, make sure you have extra batteries yep. around and your headlights yep. so that you headlamp. could use, you know, you have an alternate source of light right. if your electricity was off and you didn't have any lighting and mm-hmm. obviously it's dark. Right. So one thing too that if you can uh, try to see if you can get a, uh, a generator, a little gas powered generator, because there are things like if it's in the summertime and there's a power outage because of a storm of some type, you can at least run the generator and plug in your fridge, keep all your food from spoiling. Mm-hmm. There's different things that you can do with that. So that is something to consider also having a source of emergency power if, you know, if you need it. Uh, heating, especially in the winter. We are very blessed uh, here. We have a wood-burning fireplace, so we are able to get some heat with that. Right, and we've, we've kind of talked about it. So some of the things you just need to talk and work through what yes. works for your home mm-hmm. and your situation because, like, Mike and I have said we couldn't heat our whole house. Right. So we would more than likely need to drain our water system. If, yes. So that we were not, you know, that that our pipes didn't freeze. Mm-hmm. So we would consider keeping an area of our home warm, but not our whole home. Right. So, you know, just have things that you've kind of prepared, like, mm-hmm. okay, how would we how would we block this room off or what would how, we do? Yes, so exactly. So that you're you know mm-hmm. so you just like a like God's word says that his people perish for a lack of knowledge. Right. And it's not just spiritual knowledge. Exactly. A lot of times it's the physical, physical knowledge here and now of things that we were, are dealing with. Yeah, absolutely. One thing too, you hear people talk about this um, is like we have an oil burning furnace. We have a fuel oil furnace in the house mm-hmm. and we've talked about having some, you know, we have some fuel for it mm-hmm. and everything like that. But here's the thought that, that kind of is like, well, if the power goes out, because all of our heat in our house is electric, mm-hmm. and if our power goes out, then we're not going to have any heat. Oh, we could, you know, use the oil in the furnace. Well, how are you going to run it? Because the furnace takes electricity. Right. So that's a thing to think about also. Yes, an alternative heat source. I would be very, very, very careful with propane-fired heaters, like the little shack heaters, whatever, a NIPCO, whatever kind of thing. If you're using a fuel-fired heater, you have to make sure that you ventilate. Good ventilation. Yes. Otherwise, you're going to die from carbon monoxide poisoning. So there's a wisdom nugget for you right there. Okay. So. On that note of talking about propane, we do have uh, three propane tanks, I believe, Mm -hmm. that we have full and ready. So that if you did need to do some cooking with your grill outside, Mm -hmm. you could do that. Sure. So in that, a lot of people could do that in town too. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't have any, you wouldn't have issues. Right. Because you have, you'd be outside, even if you were a little bit chilly cooking, Mm -hmm. at -hmm. least you would have a way to cook. You would have a way to prepare some food. One thing that uh, also that we've 
kind of started looking at a little bit is is cooking with wood with wood fired heat. Um, I we've got a fire pit out in the yard, and I've I built a little um, kind of like a little frame for some old grill grates. And when you cook over the open fire like that, and this just kind of a camping or having fun outside thing, you cook over an open fire, especially steak, burgers, sausages, whatever. You ain't going to want to go back to nothing else because that hardwood cooking, oh, bless the Lord, hallelujah, that is good stuff. But you think about it too, it's a great way to cook for survival because, you know, wood is available, uh, wood is inexpensive. And, you know, obviously, again, you're not going to go to your apartment and cook with wood. But if you have a situation where you can and you need to, learn how to do that. One of the things, one of the other things that we've done is we've started using cast iron pretty much exclusively. You can cook over an electric stove. You can cook over a gas stove. You can cook over a wood stove. You can cook over propane, whatever, with the same cast iron pan. Mm -hmm. And it's very, very good for you too. So very easy to use. Much easier than we originally thought. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. So there's some things uh, on that. There's, there's some things that, that, you know, obviously if you're a homeowner, uh, I would check with your, with your city's, uh, building codes to see about the feasibility of possibly installing a wood stove, a small wood stove in your house. Or we were recommended even a garage, uh you know, just an area where you can keep it warm. That's going to be safe. Yes. Because you have to have the safety factors mm-hmm. all checked. Have yeah. your boxes all checked with Eyes your safety factors. Eyes dotted and your T's crossed mm-hmm. to make sure that you're not going to burn your house down if right. you're trying to survive. Um, well, one of the other things that we also talked about was to have a small amount of some emergency finances. Yes. So, I mean, not only have we talked about having finances for emergencies like, you know, just emergencies, but like mm-hmm. this this conversation it can also come in there right that to have a small amount of cash Mm -hmm. like in a small safe is a great idea absolutely because then if you get into um where you're you know looking for some food or you're you know you're going to have some finances to get either some fuel or some food or some Mm -hmm. wood or it's good to have some emergency money Mm -hmm. you can always spend cash at the grocery store even when their power is out if you have to go to the grocery store and their power is out and they're still letting people shop, you can always shop with cash. One thing that uh, I'm just going to broach this subject a little bit is, um, is there, there's been times when there's been some uh, situations that result in kind of an anarchy type of thing where there's just major amounts of lawlessness and things like that going on, you may want to invest in a firearm and learn how to use it to defend yourself and those you care about and to defend your home. Um, so, And some people don't like to ever think about the need for a firearm, but right. Mike was a um, previous firearms instructor. Yes. So he knows the importance of good training. That's, so that's you, the biggest thing. If you do feel like you are to have a weapon get Mm -hmm. good training right so that you would know how to use it and what you can and cannot do wisely legally yes there's 
tons of good information uh, out there's there. There's tons of good information out there, but there's tons of way that you can get in some very serious trouble that I have seen instructors push. And I, it just, you've got to be very, very wise who you follow in that industry if you are going to go get a firearm to, and learn how to use it. So it's kind of like flying an airplane. You know, it's, it's getting the gun and learning how to make it go bang is the easy part. But it's all the other stuff that goes with defensive firearms use that is just a level of, yeah, you've really got to be on the ball. you really got to, to have that mindset. I think that's the biggest thing is mindset. You know what? You think about, just think about mindset for a second. This whole podcast can be kind of summed up in that word mindset is just, just thinking about, okay, how can I do this to benefit my family? How can I do this to take care of myself and to help somebody else to help somebody else to Mm -hmm. take care of my sweetheart here? Okay, how can I think about in uh, Ephesians where God is talking about the duty of the husband and the wife? And it's it's all over when you see these type of teachings that reference marriage, the. Oh, it's it's escaping me where it's at, but how we are supposed to, as the man of the house, right? We are supposed to defer to and protect our spouse. That's part of our job as a husband, okay, and as the head of our house, all right? So I don't see where, and some people, oh, yeah, it's prepping, oh, yeah, it's all this, blah, blah, whatever. I don't see where that is a lack of wisdom at all. As a matter of fact, I can see it being very wise. Just think about this example. Think about Joseph in Egypt in uh, the book of Genesis. And think about the dreams that the dream that Pharaoh had that God gave Joseph the interpretation for. And Pharaoh said, hey, I hadn't ever seen anybody this wide, this wise. You get my signet ring, and the only person in this kingdom higher than you is me. Ready, go, do it. And Joseph took care of everything. There was severe famine well, after year. seven years yeah. of plenty. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? We're going to store up. We're going to store up because this is what the Lord has shown me how to do and how to take care of this so we can have food and survive. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and that, it was future provision for the um for Abraham, right? No. Future provision for who was Joseph? Isaac. Isaac. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bang. Future provision. Being able to survive to proclaim the goodness of God another day. Wow. Yeah. Bang. So I really I really don't think this is an is a is an unscriptural topic of preparedness because you know it's like we said let's be in the position of helping others also right you know and make sure that we're salt and light in that way right no I think it's great to have the information and mm-hmm. I think it's great to like you said to you know just show in the Bible how Joseph was utilized by God yeah. and how basically he saved the nation right two nations actually so. the the jewish nation and the nation of egypt mm-hmm. who later enslaved 
a slave to Hebrews. I mean, I'm sitting here going, sometimes you think about that. It's like, okay, he, he saved a nation that later enslaved them. You kind of scratch your head a little bit and go, wow, that's interesting. But that's a, that's a perfect example of having some preparedness mm-hmm. and, and how God can it. use it. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, I did think of one more thing that we had actually um, a client mentioned to us and that they got a couple of dogs, you know, okay. so they felt that they were going to be safer in their home mm-hmm. because of having a couple of dogs that were going to be good sized. They sure. didn't really think a chihuahua was maybe <laughs> the answer for them. No. And they do have two chihuahuas. But no, um, a little ankle biter, maybe not. So <laughs> that you know, so there's so many ways that you can think of and that God can share with you what would be the choices for you to be right, you know, safer in, in a environment that might need some safety. Right. And it and it all comes down to what is the Lord telling you mm-hmm. and what is the Lord sharing with you. You know, again, I'm going to reiterate this, and this is not to inspire fear. This is to inspire you to seek the Lord and say, Lord, is there anything that you would have me to do to help take care of my family, to help take care of my neighbor? Um, Think about the greatest commandments that Jesus talked about. Number one, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. That's so true. That's boom. So anyway, guys, this has been a lot of fun too. I mean, we've kind of enjoyed this. So if you've got any questions for us on anything specific that we've talked about, anything that you think we may have missed, please feel free to send us a comment, post a comment. We'll, we'll reply to your comments, send us an email, uh, call us on the phone if you got our number. However it is that you get, a, get in touch with us, we would love to, to help you to talk about this further and if you've got something that we really didn't think of or whatever yeah, that we feel warrants another podcast, we'll do it. We'll or you can put a comment it. on uh, the Facebook page where mm-hmm. people can read it and say, hey, that was a good, I- yep. good idea. That was so. a good idea. Mm-hmm. So thanks for joining us. We sure appreciate it. Love you all so much. Have a blessed night. <laughs>